This is a Capricorn FM podcast. As we're speaking to Professor Hutato Shai, will be speaking to us as a political analyst this evening. Prof, good evening. Welcome to Progressive Talk. Good evening to you and all the listeners of Capricorn FM. Good evening. Good evening indeed, Prof. Uh, well, let's start with what happened recently. We've seen the Nomen Mashaman region of the ANC has elected new leadership. Uh, Pule Shai has been re-elected together with others as the chairperson of the ANC in that region. Uh, and I understand good Delaney is the secretary of the ANC in that region as well. I, I talked to us about that uh, that conference. Of course, it was postponed. Then it was a bit delayed on Friday, on Saturday. Took place uh, yesterday. The president addressed that, which is very interesting as well. Addressed that earlier today. But what is your sense around that conference? Yeah, thank you very, very, very much. And um, maybe one. Uh, should begin uh, by you know congratulating Pule Shai and, and 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 all the other people who have emerged victorious in that um, conference. But for me, really, it's this it uh, it, it it's something that uh, what happened over the weekend. It's something that is beyond an individual in terms of of significance because when you you look at the the political dynamic within the Norman, uh, the Norman Mashabani region or Mopani district, yeah. they are more or less, you know, aligned uh, to the the, the the political dynamics at the provincial level, even at the national level. Mm. And as you may be aware, uh, at the moment, the, the dominant tide within the ANC as a party and within the the, 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 the ANC as a, a, a governing party in South Africa mm. is that of a, an open warfare against corruption, organizational renewal, stability, and what the view. Yeah. And you will actually have realized if uh, the recent political development in the ANC at the national level is anything to go by. You will realize that what some people call the CR-17 or the faction of the ANC that is led by Sir Lamaposa, mm. it has been emboldened and to a greater extent into making very difficult decisions, but that are necessary. Mm. And as a result, even those that are aligned to Cyril Ramaphosa, either at the provincial level, even in the district level, particularly in the case of Mopane or the Norman Mashawane region, the good actions of those that they are aligned to at the national level, but also even in terms of how the ANC in the region relates to people ordinary people in Mopani. Mm. It has helped to regain, it has helped Pule and his associates to regain the confidence and the trust mm. of the members of the ANC, but also the, 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 the ordinary people in Mopani. Yeah. The second point here that you need to understand is that uh, even before the conference, I think uh, Pule Shai and his associates they had, they were at the edge mm. 
or one can say they had an uh, what one can may call an unfair advantage, if you like, because mm-hmm. you will remember that beside being a, a chairperson of the regional chairperson of the agency, mm-hmm. Puleshai is also the executive mayor of uh, Mopani District, mm-hmm. and therefore that in itself it tells you that. He is able, he's presiding over a well-oiled state machinery. And now, his performance in government, for instance, if he, him and, or his administration have been doing well in terms of a, 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 you know, a, a allocation or disbursement of public resources and other resources in the province, including business opportunities, Therefore, the business community in Limpopo, in, 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 in Mopani district, mm. will be more aligned, or will it be, you know, have an appetite okay. to sponsor a campaign that is led by him. Because whether we like to or not, mm. business interests are one of the key denominators in terms of who becomes the winner of a particular conference and who does not uh, who does not emerge so so are you saying that being in office actually gives the one that is being in government office actually gives the one that is running an advantage over the one who's not in government office surely i mean that it it it, it, it goes without saying that those who are in 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 in, in, in office mm. uh, have got a lot of advantage it can be a government office but even in, in a political office itself because when you are in a political office you are also able, although this may not be openly acknowledged, mm. or it's something that may be downplayed. Those who are actively involved in, 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 in political activism will tell you that uh, those that are in political office, normally, even though they may not say it openly, yes, they they have got a propensity to simple, you know, processes at times. Mm towards a particular direction that ought to reaffirm uh, their incumbency and their authority within okay. the party and also within the, the uh, within, within the district uh, yeah. government cycles. Something you said earlier that uh, this, and, and I saw a story earlier in the day suggesting that the Puleshai grouping are said to be aligned to the CR17 grouping. Is that your reading of the matter? I saw President Ramaphosa addressed the Mubani, the Nomen Mashawan region conference earlier today uh, virtually, but, but, but there was that address, of course, perhaps significant as well in reading all of it. Yes, indeed. Um, I, 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 my reading of, 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 of the, the political alignment, as I indicated earlier, on will be that I I would not necessarily say that Puleshai is aligned to Puleshai and his associates. Yes, one you may say they are aligned to CR17, but if one is to think beyond the fractional template in the ANC, I will argue that Puleshai and his associates they are more aligned to the. The, the 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 values and the principles mm. which 
defines the the Sir Ramaphosa administration in the party and also in government. So for me, it's 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 less about a personality following, yeah, yeah. but much about an an alignment in mm. terms of a, 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 in politics. We, we call it a, a principle of reciprocity. Because if you hate corruption and I hate corruption, yeah. we are likely to coalesce. Be, because in Mopane district, and it's something you touched on, um, the importance, the role that business interests play even in politics. And you were saying that if someone is viewed to be doing well, uh, there may be a coalesce of, of some sort, people going that direction, falling together in there. But is it your sense as well that at least in Mopane district, and I'm talking in the government sphere now, that he's, he's viewed and those aligned with him to be doing well. Because obviously people in Mopane will say, well, we still have water challenges that we've always had in here. Uh, we still have this and that complaint. So I'm not sure if the idea about whether he's doing well, whether he is following in the aspirations of what was drummed up by the CR17 campaign. You know, indeed, you are very right. And really, I think the question that you are posing, it's, it's a question that is more complex. And it's something, it's a question that goes beyond uh, Mopani as a, 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 a territorial jurisdiction. Mm. I think we, we need to look at this for me. I normally say, if we are to evaluate the performance of the ANC or any agency administration at any level, either at the national level, provincial level, or even at a, 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 a district level. Mm. Maybe the first question, the point of departure in terms of our analysis, it, it should be, where are we from? Mm. My argument here is that, you know, the South Africa has been, you know, under over 300 years of colonialism. You cannot expect a sitting government to reverse a legacy of over 300 years in less than three decades. What we need to, to, to appreciate is that there is a lot that has been done by the government, by the ANC government at different levels, including here in Mopane. So much has been done, but at the same time, there is still so much that still needs to be done. But the fact that we are still faced with a lot of challenges in Mopane district should not cause us to lose sight of the, the gains, the socioeconomic gains that the successive administrations under the ANC since 1994 up to date mm. have made in the in, in, in Mopane and even beyond. Yeah. So, but my my point here yeah. is that look, the, the 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 issue of the victory of 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 Pule Shine. Mm. And and, and, and and his associate should be the factor that contributed to their, their victory mm. cannot be reduced to one. But the first one, obviously, there is an issue of the moral question. But those that he is aligned to at the national level, they seem to be very serious in terms of uh, their war against corruption. Okay. A war against malfeasance, mm. but at the same time, there are other factors. Mm. Your, your business interests, mm. you know, more, more promises and even hope 
yeah. for future you know job opportunities all those uh, factors yeah. they contribute to the outcome of this regional elective conference and as you said prof perhaps a complex matter that will take a bite at one at a time but here's another matter here's another phenomenon that we're seeing in bgms there's violence we've seen violence we've seen violence in messina in capricorn in waterberg now uh, and uh, some are deadly as we've gotten the reports what is happening around that? You talked about that incumbency is very important. And so the interests that are related to it and the desire for the influence that comes with incumbency is also something. But what drives all that we are seeing? Thank you very much. I should say if I'm, I, I, I drew some leads from, from actually the concluding remark uh, that was, was really offered by, uh, by Pule Shai in his closing remarks for the conference, where in, instead of playing uh, a blame game in terms of the degeneration uh, with regard to the discipline of the members of the ANC, he owned up and he said, if I want to, or if one was to call him, he said, that themselves as the leadership and as the members of the ANC, mm. they've had a fair share in terms of of, 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 of of the eruption of violence in ANC meetings and all other manifestations of an ethical practice. Mm. Indeed, the, there's, there, there's a lot of violence that has been you know, witnessed in different you know, uh, parts uh, of, 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 of the country, mm. the province and the region, even the sub-regions of the ANC. Uh, and uh, when you look at it, a number of reasons account for this emerging phenomenon in the ANC, wherein violence is now used to achieve certain political you know, goals within the agency. But this is not necessarily a new culture in the agency. Let me put it this way. Mm. If one is to understand this, we need to look at this within a historical context. Before 1994, you will remember that when other forms of trying to persuade the erstwhile apartheid government to relinquish on the, the, the on the inhuman and the brutal apartheid system failed. I'm talking about representation. Yeah. I'm talking about the delegations. When all failed, when all political parties were banned in South Africa, yeah. the ANC and other liberation movement then resorted to an armed striker. And an armed struggle functioned the use of violence to achieve political goals. Mm. Now, fast forward 1990, from 1994, mm. there is a lot that has changed in terms of the political outlook of South Africa. But when a person or a group of people are aggrieved about a particular issue or a process within the party or outside the party. We now have a constitutional mechanisms that people can explore. Aggrieved individuals, you know, individual and collectively can explore to try and settle 
intra and inter-party political conflict. Right. But no, in the presence of these constitutional mechanisms, mm. we still see violence being used. We still see a, a, a deliberate and total ignorance of constitutional principles that ought to assist the party and ask the government to guard against violence. But why? Mm. I argue that the problem that we have at the center here, one is individualism. The current crop of leadership that we have is largely dominated by people who are not results-driven. It's largely dominated by people yeah. who, who, you know, the kind of uh, political activists mm. who are not people-centered. They are more concerned about their interests, personal interests as individuals than the interest of the community okay. and the society. So the individualism there is a problem. The second right. problem there mm. is selfishness. Mm. The current crop of ANC leadership that we have, it, it, it is selfish. We have got a kind of leaders that cannot imagine themselves being ordinary members of the ANC. So we can only have the ANC provided they lead. But I want to appreciate uh, the time, uh, Prof, and uh, the engagement. Appreciate your time very much. You are welcome. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.